Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 204 of the Vex on Vex podcast. Morning radio installment number 36. Dave, how are you today? Fantastic, sir. Fantastic? Fantastic. I'll take that. Oh, there's a band. Aw. Hello, Hole. Hello. Microphone four feet from her face. Love it. Sorry, we're gonna get you. A headset. We're gonna get a Britney Spears style headset and a snake and a snake. You leave Johnny Mac out of this. <laughs> I'll leave you in. So, uh, you tried to come in and start talking right out of the gate. You're like, let's I, have a conversation. I try not to. I, I try really hard. You to shut up early. I wasn't that. I was the last one here. She was here early. You guys were here early. Yeah. We had to sit here for twenty minutes in so, so, pseudo silence. It's weird, isn't it? Twenty minutes. I literally walked in at eight eleven. Seven after. Okay. Wow, mathematics. Okay. So I apologize that it's it was math, only math. twelve minutes or thirteen minutes. I apologize. Either way, it's fine. We're here now. Yes. We're all here now, and we're all here for the viewers. <laughs> well, all right. There's no viewers. It's just us. There's, no people could be watching. Well, that's her job to let us know they're watching. Right. She hasn't notified us yet. So Nobody's watching. Somebody will watch it, I guess. Eventually, they'll tune in. And so. Is Mr. Mac at work? He is working today. Because yeah. you said the, the throat thing. Yeah, but he pushes on, he muddles through. I'm <laughs> sure. Dave, how many weddings have you uh, been involved in as a groom? <laughs> three. As a groom? Yes. You were married three times? Yeah, I just have married the same person. Seriously? I, didn't, I really didn't know that. I married the same person yes. three times. Whoa, I, I, I'm, I knew there were two. There were three? There was three. All right. What was the most expensive one of the three? Jamaica. Oh, destination. I yeah. do know about that one. Yeah. Was it astronomical? No, it wasn't crazy because we just paid for ourselves to go and invited everybody. Pretty classy. We're like, look, we went to a travel agent, you know, and with plenty of time ahead, and everybody that we thought we might want there invited them. Hey, if you can make it, that's awesome. We'd love to have you. If not, no hard feelings. We understand. So yeah. just as the piece was won, right? Like City Hall style? Okay. So, no, there was none of that. Go ahead, I go mean, ahead. there was kind of. Um, so, number one, our whole plan was to get married in Jamaica. That was the goal. You know, Like legal. What, that's what we were going to do. We were going to go get married in Jamaica. Awesome. Shortly before we left for Jamaica, maybe like two months before uh, Jamaica was going to happen, um, the wife's grandfather was diagnosed with lung cancer. Uh, and couldn't make the trip. Okay. So for him to be there was very important to both of us that he was there. And so before we went to Jamaica, we did have an official ceremony in her grandparents' living room. Like so, everyone could attend. Who married you in the living room? Uh, her cousin. That's pretty cool. It so was, that's the legal marriage. We're getting there. Oh. All right. So. <laughs> That was number one. Then we went to Jamaica and got married a second time on the beach in Jamaica. Classy. I like that. And our son officiated that one. That was pretty fucking cool. That is cool. It was super cool. He got ordained online and shit. <laughs> Everybody cried. How old happened. was he? 19. Wait, 18. we were married like five minutes ago? Like, what's yeah. up? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just got married like four or five years ago. <laughs> sure. Sure. That. Like, you know, 18 years later. And then uh, we came home from Jamaica, and uh, someone, I won't say who, it wasn't 
me per se, but, <laughs> but someone forgot to send in paperwork and it expires after a period of time. I should have done that for my third and then, marriage. And then COVID happened. And so our third marriage was over a Zoom call to the courthouse so that we could get married in the uh, home office in our house. What do you use as your wedding anniversary? Our first date, because that's what we always went with. Interesting. Yeah. Was the, all right, what what date? What month was the first date? December, two well, days before Christmas. Were any of these weddings near the month Not of even December? <laughs> Not even. All right, Tiffany, what about you? Microphone, Tiffany. Is that my new name? Yes. How many times have you been a groom at wedding? A groom, really not. Twice. Three times, including Johnny Mac. Like you see, it's far from your face, right? There you go. Look. How am I going to type anything on the computer? You're not typing. You're telling a story. Right. You see the difference, right? You see how this works. You're like, and that's that. Something different happens. Yeah. Yeah. Phallic things in your face is a problem. Listen, I don't believe you. Here's the mess. All right, I'll go. I'll buy a dildo. I'll, I'll call. I'll center it. We'll just tape it to the microphone. I'll put it in, and then I'll make the urethra hole tremendous, and then you have a microphone. Somehow, at the 200th anniversary spectacular, yes. she had no problem using the microphone at all. No, and that's that's true. So maybe. Ah, uh, did you? No, I, I don't think I would have because people like like Miss Veronica would just knock it the fuck over. Because that happened anyway. We were much louder. Like, the whole time. I ain't just fucking about whatever I was. My bell, that's just shit. <laughs> that should be a sound drop. <laughs> now, it says there's five people watching. I, have, I can't see who it is. Interesting. I don't know. We, we reached out to the public today. We may have some unknown people. Yeah, there's a lot of unknown people now. Yeah, I blocked someone right before the program. Did you? Would you care to discuss who it was and why you blocked it? I would like to know. Inquiring minds, good sir. Tell us all about it. Don't. Okay, saved by the bell. Not for long. Hello, Firepants. Hello. Tequila Annie Mockingbird. Kirby the Assassin. Kirby the Assassin's a good one. What did we say? What was. She got another one the other week. What did you call her? Taz? Yes, that was it. Taz. I didn't say that one, yes, but I'll. No, I feel like maybe I did. A Tasmanian devil. Angie, we're so sorry we fucked up and missed your birthday. So this is a week late, but happy birthday, Miss Angie. Happy birthday. I'm sorry about that, darling. Oh. I know. And she had made us the tacos. And we woke up in the morning, and I just, I'm not smart. We so. are assholes. No, me. It was me. I'll take this one. I was unaware of the situation. But she had a, a glorious time with her husband, so it was fun. Time. I hope she did. I hope she had a lovely time. Are we doing the Funko Pop thing? Is that happening? What Funko Pop thing? The Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas Funko Pops. So that's happening, right? Signed up except for Dave. Dave didn't sign up. I didn't sign up for shit. <laughs> I don't know shit about. I don't know if I'm coming yet. So Samantha said, "Good morning. I love all the names." No, New Year's is when we would do the reveal. Yes, I understand. You that. said you were coming in New Year's. I'm going to try very hard. <gasps> I know what a letdown. Now I'm, I'm also now upset. There's, there's a, a bit of a debacle with New Year's, and it doesn't matter. It's not about here. It's about where we want to go every year because uh, my mother-in-law's birthday is New Year's Eve. You know she could come, right? No, why? That's not a thing. 
Yeah, she's fun sometimes, I guess. Dude, Brent, I, don't, I don't think she would make the trip. Just saying. But all right, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to call you out here on the podcast, right? I'm gonna call you out here on the podcast. Go ahead. Four months ago, when we were discussing this in great detail. You didn't remember this? I do. <laughs> I had I had nothing but goals of attending. Oh, uh, I'm gonna make. It's not a no. Now listen, I know Dave a little bit now, right? No, no. If if it's not a I'll be there, if it's a I'll maybe, it's never, it's always a no. It's always a no. If it's a maybe, it's a no. It just is. And then sometimes a hard yes is still a no. You're like, oh, I'm going to be at that show. You know, I, I go as, as the world takes me. That's not the way life works. It is. It's, it's not, a, though. It's how my life works, and it's been awesome. You're an life. alcoholic Oprah bear of a man. I, that's true, but I like all those things, so it's fine. <laughs> it's a wonderful time. Wonderful time. I have a blast. Don't you have fun? When? When you don't show up? No, all day, every day. When you show up, I have fun. No, if not. you're not here, I'm in the corner shaking and crying. No, that's, that's, that's terrible. No, that's how it works. I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> I do get sincerely sad when the program's over. And you guys leave. I'm like, um, there's nothing to do now. And, and then for a few weeks there, I was stuck working on a Friday. And I got to be honest, that was almost good because I had something to do. Yeah, it got you out of the fall. And now today I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bank today. That's all I have to do today. Nice. Is it the 15th yet? It's the 15th. It's like mortgage day. So I don't have to do shit today. Okay. You're doing it. This is what I have to do today. After this, I have nothing to do until pistol razor practice tomorrow. Which is coming fast. I mean, it's tomorrow, <laughs> which I'm excited. You have to sleep. Oh, okay. Yes. Veronica Vega said, morning. Go birds. Go birds. That Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ass. Oh, she's nice. She had a lot of stress last night during the game. Why? Yeah. She's a girl. I don't fucking understand life. What the fuck does that mean? Exactly what it says. You know how nervous you get during your thing? Like, I can't even talk. Oh, my God. And you hang up on me? That, that's how women are. Yes! That's awesome. Yes! If the Niners are losing, you don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> and that's a thing. It's a lady thing. Yeah, why are you a Niners fan, anyway? Don't fucking worry about it. She explained it once. Not to me. Well, no, that's right. What's okay. digging over there? So Probably me. This oh. alcoholic binging or binging alcoholic person I gave and wasted five years of my life was a diehard Niners fan. At that time, I wasn't a fan of any football. So then I jumped on the bandwagon, clearly, and I just started to really like them, and that's that. What year was this? 2011. Were they even good? We edited this program. Now, here's the thing. So the regular podcast that would be on the Loud and Loaded Network is back to recording. It probably lost two minutes of time, right? Yeah. Now we got to go to the live screen for the other one with the cameras and the whatnot and see if they light up like they're supposed to. And Anyway, Facebook, you're still here, trusty Facebook. Good old trusty Facebook. All reliable. All the cameras are back. Uh, it's like that five and a half whose number you keep in your phone. That five and a half? Because okay. it's not great, but it's always there for you. Dave, you know what I've noticed? I mean, you've been married a minute. I have. I keep every fucking number. Ever. Yeah. Because you never know who's going to try and call you at 3 o'clock in the morning and you don't want to answer it. Right. That's correct. So I literally keep every fucking number. I, I've been married so long that just for fucking pure sick enjoyment, I answer those phone calls. No, you don't. Oh, I do. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Like, let's see who this asshole is. No. Yeah. No, but I would know because they're in my, like, they're my shit. Yeah. Man. 
but it's awesome when they call you. You're like, hello? Well, what are you doing? What do you do? It's always a sex call. It's not a guy. Always. No, I haven't gotten one of those in quite some time. All right, YouTube, welcome back to the stream. I don't know what happened. I do apologize for the inconvenience. This is the second portion of episode 204, Morning Radio 36 of the Vex and Vex podcast. Don't worry, you didn't miss much. Yeah, for real, it was like us going, I don't know what to do. Mostly <laughs> just you and talking about, talking about the whole uh, binging alcohol again. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> But you see how there's a microphone and you're nowhere near it. I'm just asking. I want you. They want to hear you. Here, Look, there you go. And that's you're telling a story. I can't see. God damn it! Your goddamn eyes. I'll bring my glasses and my shoes just so I have them. No, tell us the story. I don't think you're allowed to do that. They're HIPAA violations. Yeah, that's against the law. Didn't do that. And then he just started calling my job. He'd go through customer service. I'm like, this guy's calling everybody. Is this the nurse? This was when I died. He had a nurse. Jesus Christmas. Yeah. No, no, not that. That's so good. But the taking the time to fuck with the job is like a oh, thing to me. Who has the time? Right? Really? He took his dad. The dad was like, he doesn't really drink. And I, uh, yeah, he does. Like, I have video proof. I have all the things. We did, like, a domestic violence thing because I dumped his booze out and he grabbed my arm and, like, left a bruise there. Wasn't going to say anything. But my kid and I went, Eric was like, Mom, we got to go. I'm like, I don't really want to, but we did. So we did all the paperwork filed, and the cop was like, what is that right there? I'm like, oh. He's oh, like, that. now it's not even your choice, it's our choice. Yeah. At that time, asshole was calling on my cell phone, and they were like, is that him calling? I'm like, yeah, yep. like, where's he at? I'm like, Robert Wood Johnson's hospital is like, we're going. Went yeah. and locked him right up. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer down. Okay, I got a couple comments. Awesome. Michael Gregory said, signing in from the shadow of the dog shit mattress week seven. <laughs> did he like, no, did he like sit down and create that for the week? He's like, oh, I'm gonna get quoted a week again. I agree. I think he's planning this out. Yeah. And then Derek, also, I want to hear more about the saga of the piss stage matches. Then Derek said, Oh, it's so nice when Tiffany actually speaks into oh Derek. <laughs> 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 I think Derek gets quoted a week for that. I think I just lost the feed, Derek. I didn't read the rest of your comment. Bye bye. Oh my God! Well, don't worry, darling. I'll I'll find it for you. I know it's an issue. It's okay. Between him and Smed, I always get called out for pronouncing Smed's name wrong, which I'll never do again. And then Derek's always like, "You can never hear me." I'm waiting for Mikey Collins to say the soundboard's not working. I went out and hung out with. He won't Smed listen. Last week. He won't listen because of the soundboard. Go ahead. Seen Smed last Friday. And what do you think happened? Alcoholics. Yeah, we got fucking hammered. We got hammered. Hammer drunk. Did you go to um, Tom and Jerry? I did. How was Sanctuary Place? Yeah, all right. Did you know that that was the other half of the band? Uh, I found out when I got there. Oh, okay. Found out when I got there. Oh. Yeah, that's me.
Yeah, that's me. Oh, oh, it's so nice when Tiffany actually speaks into the microphone, and then the, it, and the, and we can hear her laughy face. <laughs> Moving on, it's like I'm done talking about this. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's okay. Feeling some kind of way about it. All up in your feels. <laughs> no, sad, bro. Huh? Yeah. Yo, for real? We yes. Oh, holy yeah. shit! I had no idea. How I had no idea. Oh, wait, hold, please. We have a comment from Beck Starstream. Ha ha ha. Hashtag nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you? Here, here's something that is so stupid that I don't know why it, it resonates in my head. We're not saying shit throughout the week. It's like either just you. Or the group text about the show, or whatever, and I send silly shit. Like, I always enjoy it when I get a ha 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 back, and that makes me happy. Okay. But when you sneak the B in first, I feel like you're genuinely laughing about those things. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, actually. If I put the B, it's yeah, a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> <that's a weird. laughs> I also feel like I also feel like that it's like some like Evil like cartoon villain like maniacal like, like well isn't that <laughs> close enough that's what you should oh the M you gotta add in the M I'm a ba ha ha person <laughs> if I laugh it's ba ha 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 then you know you've hit it like you know boozy boozy ba ha ha just a gigolo <laughs> family raises a two hundred and fifty pound dog for two years yeah. wait, I, wait 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 wait. In a remote part of China, they recently have found out it is, in fact, a bear. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. So, the fact that it's in a remote part of China makes me feel somewhat better. It, feel, it, it was an improvement, right? Like, yeah. there wasn't a pet store they could have went and purchased yeah. a doggy. Yeah, and, like, look, I have, I have many pets, right? And in a period of two years, especially, like, a new one, like, there's generally a lot of trips to the vet where I feel like a qualified uh, animal doctor who is a you know learned scholar of these things would have pointed out the fact that this is in fact a bear. Oh, there were no. I guarantee there were no vet trips. That's not. Oh one. yeah, like hey. I said, because it's in remote China. Here's the wrinkle. They don't have doctors. In China. They don't have doctors. Well, vets. Here's the wrinkle. It's don't bears fucking hibernate? Right. Did so you, if I have a, you just had an extremely lazy dog. So that's a long time for my dog to just not be. Able, and if you wake them up in the six months, they will kill you. I They're, mean, I don't know about that. No, it's a. You can. I mean, we could Google it. She has the microphone way. Look, look where it is. Because look. it's in my fucking face, and I'm trying to type. I can't see. There's. We are getting. I can't see. God damn it. My eyes. I'll bring my glasses and my shoes. The Britney so Spears microphone is the answer. It is. You're getting a headset microphone. I'm so excited. You're going to go Britney Spears, Garth Brooks headset microphone. Or Sham Wow Guy. Sham Wow Remember Sham Wow Guy? I fucking love that. He's a thing. That's a dude, man. He's, He's an actor, and it's a thing. It's, it's a weird guy, man. Got caught beating up hookers with cocaine? No. Really? You don't know about that? No. But can now you, I want to know. Can you look that up for us, darling? The Sham Wow Guy was doing hookers and blow. Well, duh. I mean. It's the beating them up part that's upsetting. Is it? Yes. You don't beat up hookers. Why not? Because they're women. You want to hear? Are you sure? No. <laughs> they might have had penises. Well, then it's kind of you know all bets are off, really. Is that okay then? You can fight that dude. 
Right. You got to you got a weenus. If and, you went home with a girl and you found out after you got it would it would never it would never happen. It would never happen. Are you sure? Yes. I've seen some that are pretty close, man. No, no, no. I've also seen one that's pretty close. I've seen one that's post-op. I've seen all kinds of things. I'm telling you, I don't drink. I don't do drugs. It's never going to happen. I'm not going to reach down there and find a tree drug. It's never going to happen. So, uh, we all we all remember uh, uh, our friend Gary's uh, crazy European girlfriend, right? Oh, yes! Right. That was the summer of 2023. The first time I no, met... No, 22. The first time I met her. You thought it was a dude? I, not, not, only, not only did I think it, <laughs> I harassed him unendingly like, that's a guy months. i'm like yeah that's a dude that's a guy i'm like are you sure have you had sex yet because i think she might have a penis what did he say he, he was just annoyed that i wouldn't stop making jokes about it i would take pictures all right so oh okay so the shamwell guy in 2009 he bit the prostitute bit the prostitute he bit a prostitute Baby, look where that microphone is. First Baby, off, I'm doing my fucking it back. moves. It moves with you. All right. <laughs> look, you can lean Listen, back. Listen, this isn't fucking with you. They're complaining at me, right? And they complain at you when we go to shows. I'm just trying to help you out. See how we do this? See how this works right here? It's all like this. It says the guy was back after taking his time to scrub himself clean because of the now that's fucking funny that because he uses the well to clean off the prostitute's handle. He had a, a, a program or a show that he had pitched. Yeah. And it was. He also is that him? Yes. No, it's slap not. Is that is a pretty good design, though. Yeah, <laughs> board it's, salad. Why have a board in life? Chop, chop, chop. Except for prostitutes. Except for prostitutes. Cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, when that became, he, how did he become a thing? I remember even thinking this is kind of a funny commercial. He was like the next dude after uh, Billy Mays kicked the bucket. Wasn't they were kind of in tandem for a second? Yeah. Obviously, they both liked the cocaine. That's a thing. Billy Mays liked it too much. <laughs> Fucking dead. Did he die on an airplane? Oh, I don't know. I just know there's a lot of coke involved. Yeah, did anybody see that story about the dude on the airplane this week? No, no, not at all. Tell me. Oh, uh, that they had to turn, they had to uh, make an emergency landing or turn the plane around. I didn't see anything. Because someone on the plane had explosive diarrhea. All right, wait. And literally shit down the aisle of the plane. That was real? That's real. I saw that. That's for real. And I just thought, I didn't even watch the video. I did see it. And I just kind of thought, well, this isn't real. No, there was like paper towels up down the aisle. How's that even physically possible? So wait, did it drip out of his pants while he's walking back to the bathroom? I assume... Listen, as someone who has unfortunately had this problem sir, before, sir, we have discussed shitting your pants at length on this program on several occasions. Ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. <laughs> and I mean, it's feasible that it can happen. I mean, if you're the. No, you can't. Think about like if you go on vacation somewhere where like, hey, maybe the water isn't to your liking, you know, what you're using. You know, it's coming. There's nerves and shit. Um, and shit. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it wasn't, you know, maybe you, it was just a, a quick assault. You know. You know? Sometimes you're fine, and then all of a no, sudden... No, because you know what... All right, it's... They then, talk about okay. if you break wind, and then all of a sudden it's liquidy. Yeah. There's a warning. You know something's coming. Uh, but I guess you couldn't hold it in. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, 
Also, they come from an airport, which God knows what was happening there, because again, the airport, lawless place. How in... in just probably drinking shots at 7 a.m., got all fucked up, and shit is bad. How in 90 years... That old chestnut. 90 years of commercial flight, how the fuck is this the first time this has ever happened? And who says the first time it's ever happened? It's just the first time... That well, I've never heard of this. It probably happened in the 80s. Constantly. No. Because the pills constipate you. <laughs> that would have happened in the 80s. Also true. Uh, so... Speaking of your, your your pills, there is our is our dear friend. Does he move yet? Oh, there's a whole thing where he was debating not doing the moving. <laughs> Why don't we let Tiffany explain that one into the microphone? <laughs> is this all? Is this all a fantastical ruse to get himself out of Starscream without hurting feelings? No, I think I've, the the impression we got is maybe he went back in. Sucks for you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. I mean, it could be. All right, I want to hear the story. We, we have an hour and a message was sent that there was options. And he was offered a job locally. Yeah, lo- offered a job on my side of town. <coughs> and it was just kind of like, wow. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to do now. And I, and then I was like, I have no comment. And then he was like, oh, I think I need to change. So I think I'm still going to do it. So that was really bad. It was upsetting. But I even said to my husband, hey, we like the new guy a lot. Yeah. He's working hard. It's good. He's a good musician. When did you first show with him? 15th of October, 14th, something like that. Us? Yeah. Well, you, you're in a million bands, so one of your bands. Two bands. I'm just saying. It's like Marlon Amin. You're the only person that's only in one nowadays. That's true. I'm not really allowed to be in two anymore. You can be. <laughs> I do dangerous things. I didn't mind your other <clears throat> I liked it. I it just them. went cray cray on The bass player's moving away. The guitar player is in a world of meth. And the drummer is now in Doghouse and Solo. Ah, I see. It's all right. I'm good. I like where I'm at. Life is uh, groovy. It's easier to book one band. Booking yeah. two, like you know. Booking oh, two is heavy. I know. It sucks. There is an upside to it, though. Like, if some shit goes south. And you have a show book, you can just swap out the other band. And then, ugh, ugh, poor Larry. Speaking of which, I want to have the meeting one. Was the meeting last night? It's tonight. Oh, tonight. Yes. We don't know. Dun, 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 dun. It has very little to do with me. It's always interesting. There's always weird shit going on. Well, band life. Band life is fucking weird. Oh my god, I got a hijack. Fuck. Go for it. One of the island boys has come out as officially gay, a homosexual. He has made a video of himself blowing his brother for their soon-to-be-released OnlyFans page. What the fuck? Um, so... I hate them. (laughs) Well, you can't hate them because now one's a homosexual. I hate you. Not because you're gay. Not because, because you're gay. you suck at life in every possible. Now, are we allowed to kink shame them because of their incestuous sexuality? Yeah, incest is weird. You can shit on a pedophile. You can shit on the incestuous freaks. That's fucking weird. I feel like a pedophile would enjoy the fecal matter, so I'm trying not to do that. What? You said shit on them. Is it? I uh, made a ha. I mean, that, that was a ha. You're way too old. I am. Yeah. I am. yeah. But baby Vex and I look very similar. Well, if you ever find anybody <laughs> violating your baby self. Or your Funko Pop self, for that matter. Well, my Funko Pop self is supposed to violate someone next summer. 
But um, is, is that the plan? That's the, the plan. plan. That's why we did this. The big plan. Mine is not going. In I didn't say you, man. I'll buy another one and put it in someone. You don't know my life. I do know your life. I talk to you about it three times a week. <laughs> On a constant rotation of weirdness. <laughs> dude, so, dude, you live in such a weird world. <laughs> All right, so. Island boys. <laughs> so it's not like they're from, you know, bumfuck nowhere, right? Because I get it, you know? If you lived in some podunk fucking town in the middle of nowhere, where your options weren't great in the town of 13 people that you lived in, I, maybe across the hall is easier than down the street. I'm I so want sure. to take this moment to say no. Emphatically, no. It is not okay to fuck your sister. Or your I'm brother. your sister. I'm your sister. I'm your sister. Joe Dirt reference. Oh, man. I like Joe Dirt. I liked her. Jamie, Jamie Presley. That was like, that was, that was, that was a solid time. Like, she's so Presley. attractive. Right, that she's in that movie. I love you, man. That it's like brought up in the dialogue. Like, how did he marry her? She's like really hot. I'm like, I don't know, man. It's fucking hot. Yeah, like it made no sense. But she sounds like she smokes a lot. I don't care. I mean, have you seen? Uh, we're spinning. We got to stay on topic. No, we don't. This uh, is what we do. Have you seen what Bobby Brown looks like from the Cherry Pie video? Now, no, the one who has claimed that Cheney uh, Lane <laughs> may have been sodomized. No, by who? Rob Halford. Are you sure? I would never say. I don't think she said Rob Halford. I would I never think say. You said Rob Halford and his manager. <laughs> and his manager. I mean, let's not get that guy off the hook just because he's not famous. I mean, it, it was a double sodomizing. You think they took turns or DP'd it? How can you DP a guy? I'm just saying. Dude. I thought it was taking the turns. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how gay sex works, really. I mean, I have an idea. But I, th I don't think the two are going to be able to make that work. I don't know. I've seen girls do it. <laughs> you do understand. I mean, not in person. That physically. But there's, there's, there's videos. Oh, you mean both inside of his anus cavity at the same time? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Because he was a novice and there was nothing broken out. He was, he was unconscious. You can do anything you want. He's obviously relaxed. My God, that would be so much worse. Yeah, like somehow, somehow, as if the sodomy's not bad enough. I made it worse. Knowing you were double penetrated simultaneously by the manager and the singer, just blown out of Judas Priest, just shitting pancakes. Well, we would never say that. Just wrecked, blowing pancakes. Take the Eiffel Tower. But all right, I, I no, and I and I thought it. No, what Wait, do you mean? That's, what the fuck does that? Wasn't Eiffel Towers where you draw the line? But but unconsensual homosexual DP rape. Not I'm saying rape. By the way, that's fine. Yeah. Because you just you because, censored because us. Your, because your point makes no sense whatsoever. It's my all right, but how does one get a blowjob if the other person's unconscious? There's no like suction. It's not really a blowjob. It's more just mouth fucking. Wait, right, hold on. You've never what? I've never done that. The Eiffel Tower thing, so I wouldn't know. No, it has nothing to do with Eiffel Tower. If one's unconscious in the Eiffel Tower, suction's impossible. Wouldn't you kill the person inadvertently? They can't breathe. They got a nose. No, but it all it's one tube. Yeah, it depends how far down it goes. <laughs> you know? Rob Alford's manager might be hung like a tic tac. Who knows? Former manager, I suspect. Uh, you don't know that. 
Back to the island boys, goddammit. Alright, so, uh, number one, I, I just despised them in general before any of this fucking weirdness came out. I'm an island boy! I'm an island boy! Shut up. That's the song. And, uh, their former manager, uh, had alluded to them being involved in some weird incestuous shit. He did months, allude to that. Months before any of this. And I thought he was just, like, sour graping it. So, I kind of thought so, too, because he talked a lot of shit in that interview. He yeah. saw it. They don't have any money, this, that, and the other. They have nice teeth now. I don't care what they have. Fancy veneers. They fucking suck, dude. (laughs) They're fucking horrible. Here's my idea, all right? Can we just get uh, the Island Boys and uh, Jake and Logan Paul to have a two-on-two, no-holes-barred death match? No, because it's not a fight. Two of them are athletes who are on roids. And two of them are gay guys blowing each other in the in the either, alley. Either way, I want to see a couple of them get hurt, and I really don't care which ones they are. Speaking of crazy shit like that, crazy do you shit. think the Elon Musk thing's ever going to happen with the fucking Facebook guy, Mark Zuckerberg? That's never going to happen. No, because Mark's like, I will do this, and Elon's like, Whoa, kid, I, I will. Did anybody ever watch Star Trek: The Next Generation? No, no. No, okay, Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. And the guy, the guy from the picture pages thing, Levar Burton. There you go. Yeah. He's in Roots. He was. He was in Roots. Jordy LaFord. Do you know the best part of Roots? <laughs> the really cruel. Is over- this gonna be terrible? <laughs> Is this gonna be something? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna prepare myself mentally for what you're about to say. All right, you have to find out when I say this, Tiffany. The actor's name, okay? Today on the podcast, we discuss the best part of Roots. The best part of Roots is the evil, crazy, creepy, violent overlord guy is Mike Brady. That is amazing to me. Robert something. <laughs> I, I, okay. Like, of all the actors in the 70s to, to like be like the piece of shit in the yeah. program, they're like, no, 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 get America's creepy dad with his afro and everything. Yep, Turned out to be. Your name is Toby. Robert Reed. Robert Reed. Mike Watch Brady. Your name, boy. <laughs> so weird. Johnny Max said Levar Burton. That's what I said. <laughs> I already said that, Max. Maybe he wasn't in the bathroom. He hadn't gotten his, hadn't dropped trout and dialed in yet. Okay. Oh wait, go ahead. Michael Gregory said the infamous Philly groupies metal twins were witness kissing each other at the whiskey dip. Number one, I was probably there. Number two, they were infamous. They were fucking awesome. And number three, shut the fuck up. That was awesome. And they weren't kissing pussies. That's a way different thing. You can get drunk and kiss your hot sister. I'm not going to be offended. I'm just saying. <laughs> fucking infamous. Tina. Yeah, see, you don't even know because you're so young. I don't know. What are they called again? The Metal Twins? They were called the Metal yeah. Twins. They were fucking hot. Can I just call them Audi Twins? <laughs> Today's program is brought to you by brought to you by everything breaking. Everything going to shit. I dropped my pen and I don't feel right now. My pen's gone. You can pick it up. I know, but I don't want to move. We've done worse things here. Remember when Veronica ripped the fucking microphones and cameras out? Yeah, at least we had an excuse. There was a photograph of it happening live. Yeah, and like, I'm like. <laughs> No, because if your wife saw that, that's an interesting photograph. I disagree. I feel like the best photo still have risen me with the fireball bucket. Man. This is true. There's a video. I got it, Dave. I got it. So good. 
Oh my god. He has not watched the show one time since the 200th episode. And he was like our guy. He's MIA. He like, he's afraid of our love. However, he just accepted my friend request on Facebook. I've been missing it. I saw somebody else like that the other day. That must be a new feature. So what does that mean? I stalked somebody and I found them and I was like, I'm going to be friends with them. And then there wasn't a fucking option. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It was upsetting. So, yeah. I think someone deleted me on Facebook this week. Ooh. I, de- well, I can't figure it out. But I had 203 people and I don't like that. I wanted 200, like 200 or 202, you know? And then it was 202. Why, why did you like 203? Or <laughs> odd numbers upset me. I have hiccups. There's only one odd number now. It's going away. It's because you don't have your hose. No, it's because I don't have my fucking pen. Do you want me to get it? No, no, no. Where's your being... hose? <laughs> my hose Where's are out making money. Your water cycling. Where's your hose? Yeah. No, I didn't I didn't get it this morning. I think I'm over the hose. Yeah? Yeah. You've gone past that phase. It life. was cute. I appreciated it. It the, was never cute. The, it was weird. It was awesome. And the summer's ending. And I don't know. My fear is, is there going to be bacteria in the hose? How do I clean the hose? I can't bleach it because I'm going to drink it. Plus, it's plastic. It's not a good idea. I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll buy a new hose. You'd put a lot of thought into this. You asked? I, I did. I wouldn't have brought it up. Michael Gregory said, ask Mr. Mack, meaning my husband, if I could order a dog shit mattress deodorizer from Amazon. Of course you can. You can order everything from Amazon. Look. Everything. Everybody knows that mattress is wrapped in plastic. And the homeless took it to build encampments. Not homeless, just junkies. He also said it needs to upgrade to the beer helmet. <laughs> now, see? Yeah. We should get a GoFundMe for a beer helmet. I'll just buy you one of those if you wear that shit. Not me. You don't want to drink. I drink water. Yeah, but you can put water in the beer helmet. It's not specifically <laughs> just for beers. That would be hilarious. But then it's like me and Johnny Mac are both wearing hard hats. I'm not a fan of that. No, Johnny Mac is not a fan of his hard hat either. We discussed <laughs> that at length the other day. Okay, what the what? Tell them, Steve, Dave. The Mallrats fans out there. Get that, that movie sucks. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's one of my favorite movies. Chasing Amy might be amazing. It's amazing. I love Clerks. Clerks is spectacular. Mallrats is like a... Pff, pff, it should have been Chasing Amy, because that's a great film. All right, did you watch it, Dave? Some of it I did not. Finish. How much did you get through of the Gay Deceivers? Because I have so much beef about this fucking movie. Go ahead. More so with the party? No! Oh, okay. The ending of the film is insane. All right. I didn't watch it. The though. straight guy loses his girlfriend, and she takes a new job in Florida because she's an airline right, steward. Yeah, so, so the rich kid, not the lifeguard guy. No, the rich kid, right? Yeah. The lifeguard guy reveals he's relocating to Florida because he lost his job for being a gay. Right? What the fuck? So does that mean he's going to go bang dude's chick, number one? Probably. Creepy. Creepy. And then, like, the father calls him a gay and he doesn't want anything to do with him. He has to go live in a hovel for the next three weeks until he goes to college. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And I looked up the gay neighbor who's the best part of the fucking movie. Oh, He's a whole thing. He's really? like, He died at like 80, no, 65 something. Look him up real quick if you don't mind. But he um he only, he only died at like 65 from lung cancer. And he toured around as like fantastically gay yeah. forever. And he could have been in more movies. He made some soft corn porn. Oh, really? Yeah. He's fucking a whole thing. He's amazing. 
He's the best part of the f- fucking movie, man. I may not know my flowers, but I know a bitch when I see And I saw her ass in the movie on YouTube. Did you see that? No. That, that when she was stomping out, she was naked in the bedroom ready to fuck the, the beach guy. Oh, yeah. And I walked in, just see her whole ass, and you're like, holy shit. Score one for YouTube. Yeah. Program. It took out the best scene in the film, and I don't know why. That flower scene, they yeah. take it out. Yeah, I didn't like and they that. run a thing, they're like, we can't show this part. Then there's music, and they couldn't fucking clear that. We're going to have to find an uncut version. There's some people in that movie that are illegitimate actors later on. Okay, so the one that got me right out the <clears> gate <throat> was... Uh, the army recruiter dude that's like stalking them around. Yeah, he's a thing. I looked at him and I remember him immediately because he's uh, the shitty lieutenant cop in the first Rambo that beats. The oh kid. my god, it is! I can see it. Yeah, he was getting him a shower and yep. shit. Oh my god, and he want to fucking the shaving. Yeah, that's him. Want to hold him? Yeah. 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 Michael Greer was pretty fantastic. Openly gay in a time when you couldn't be openly gay. Yeah. He was in a couple of other films that were real movies, and then he started doing the softcore porn. And they were like, if you hide that you're gay, we'll get you more work. And he's like, fuck that. No. And you gotta respect that. Johnny Mack said, fuck those hard hats. Michael Gray, you said, I used to be Randall from Clerks from Beck's personality. <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He thought he was. Because he worked, he worked in fucking um, Blockbuster. And that's where Randall, he wasn't fucking Randall. It was very nice. Your ruse. Your clever <laughs> attempt to trickery. They're the same movie. I don't appreciate your ruse, man. You're not allowed to ready anymore. <laughs> Rips up a car. <laughs> <laughs> so no, the best Randall scene, in my opinion, is when he walks up and he's like, oh, the video store's not open yet? And she's like, no, it's not. But I want my video. It's right there. He's like, I bet you 20 bucks you're not going to get that video. He's like, you're on, asshole. And then he comes back with the key and lets himself in. And he picks up the video and he's like, <laughs> you're on, asshole. I've been here for 20 minutes. I got dibs. You think that's offensive. Look at this. You can see your kidneys. <laughs> I thought it was lungs. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> Big black cops was probably white cop. <laughs> oh yeah, underdog. <laughs> Kids love it. Happy scrappy hero. Oh my god, that was it. Oh my god, it's so good that you know that. Holy shit. I need a timestamp for this. I have no pen. Hold on. <laughs> oh fuck. You pushed her casket over. <laughs> Come on her face. Come on her tits. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> all tit funky volume. One all tit funky volume two. It's volume eight, but yeah. <laughs> the KY connection. <laughs> and he had to say it all in a straight face. Now yeah. you could tell by the edit that the kid wasn't in the room. Yeah. And then the camera pans back and he's like, what do you want again? What do you want again? Happy Scrappy Hero Puff. Oh, yeah, you got Happy Scrappy Hero Puff. <laughs> Fuck. I'm about to place an order. All right. So the girl who fucks the dead guy in the bathroom yeah. died in real life from like weird cancer. Really? 
Caitlin Bray yeah. is really dead. And she was Randall's real life girlfriend when really? they made that fellow. Yeah, that was his that was his chick. And like, yeah. And Caitlin Bray was great, except there were giant spaces in between her teeth. I gotta tell you, in in that in that era of my life, the few films spoke to me like that one did at the time. <laughs> no, I agree. Fucking, I love this movie. If Veronica's still listening, I had a girlfriend named Nicole at the time, and Nicole worked in like a video store, like one of her. She had like, and she worked at like Condom Kingdom, like yeah, like two weird fucking jobs, right? It was on South Street, and I would have to go pick her up at one o'clock in the morning when the fucking store closed. And I don't know what you know about South Street in the summertime, but it gets dark. You understand what I'm saying? What's it smell like? (laughs) Anyway. That's so she turned me on to clerks and then I just watched the fuck out of it. That movie was so amazing. And I, I had never been a clerk. I never worked behind a counter. I've never done anything like I, that ever. I feel like, I feel like clerks was like the film equivalent of grunge music. Well, that's because they, they jammed a bunch of grunge music in the film. It was, it was just like, so like it was, it was independent film. It was black and white. You know, there was no major label behind it. It was just, it, it was very, anti-establishment like it was awesome dante looks like he could be in soundgarden yeah he had cap combat boots on the weird fucking the pants with all the pockets in it yeah and a flannel like he looked like he could and a fucking goatee a goatee was all the rage in the 90s that was like a thing I, and i could not grow one back then no, no i had one. i could do a mustache kinda and i could do a little chin thing down here and i couldn't do the connector which was chris cornell's problem and i wasn't doing that shit you should grow a mustache I'm never growing a mustache. You should. A mustache. No. I would. Here's the thing. I would look exactly like my father. Could you? I could, but I have to put time and effort into it. It's just straight down. Like, I want, like, the. Curly Q thing. I do a curly Q. I call it, like, the fucking fireman from the 1800s look. (laughs) (laughs) The the gangs of New York firemen. The butcher bill. But then you got shit all over your face like I, there's wax and shit. I just watched that again last week. It's so good. I love that movie. It's <clears> so good. Michael Gregory said, Vex says the word film like Stewie says cool whip. Say it. It's intentional film. It's a joke, motherfucker. That's how we say film on this program. Program and film. These are the two words. Obviously, someone is not watching the show close enough. Cool yeah. whip. Yeah, somebody's too busy trying to score quote of the week again. Again. Yeah. You're a quote of the week whore, sir, and I don't know that I appreciate it. Right. Angie also said no shade November, Max. That might be quote of the week, Angie. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. People, bring the quotes of the fucking week. We gotta, de- we gotta fucking dethrone Michael Gregory. It's not happening. It's like when Molly Crew released Home Sweet Home and Dollum TV was like, yeah, we're retiring this video. It's been number one for six years. It's like grunge is happening. It has to go. Because it's soft. <clears throat> it I was- sent you some pictures via text of well, I sent him the picture. He didn't fucking acknowledge no, it either. My phone is on silent because you lose your shit when it goes off. Mine's right on air. silent. So you send the pictures that the producer sends, and neither one of you fucking look at it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Shut up. I have a. You, wait, we want quote of the week. Oh, who is? Oh, Dave wow. is perhaps officially my favorite friend. He doesn't know he has. Ha ha ha. Labyrinth and Star Trek. He's great. Who said that? Her name's Amanda. I don't think so. I think she watches on YouTube. Uh, okay. Well, that's awesome. So you like Dave, but nobody else. Thank you, Amanda. And I got that impression as well, actually. That's amazing. Not that I'm bitter. Well, <clears throat> I, I, I have so She's much. a psychopath. Probably. I mean, look. No, no, no. She's an... I want to tell a fucking story that I... Mm, I'm not going to tell it. 
I'm not going to tell it. But that thing that you love from the Funkoverse, she yeah. found that. Oh, yeah. So she's oh. Like she's your people, but she likes Dave. Doesn't like you. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't kind of like that, but Janice Rossi doesn't like you either. Oh, I know. Well, maybe. Maybe that's the one who deleted me that I get think your about own it. goddamn man. Holy shit! I just fucking I put up like Wolf Farrell on her page one time too many. I think. Oops, that might be the one who deleted me. I wonder. It could be. It could be Rossi. R. Rossi. There's a whore in no. the building. Still friends. Still friends. Maybe somebody on Facebook like got barred for a week and then they disappear like the. Gary? Oh, that's a good no, question. No, because Gary has two accounts. I deleted one of the accounts because it wasn't active. I don't want two Garys in my life. Yeah, I think I did. I deleted them all for the one. <laughs> I didn't know we had another one for weeks. That's the thing, and when I found out, I, I got very a ton of shit to the other one. All right, I'm gonna read this. This is from a friend of mine this week. When I was a teenager. Other girls had posters of Tom Cruise on their walls. I had a life-size cutout of Freddy Krueger standing in the corner and a Kirk Cameron poster for balance. My parents were very worried. And this is a true story. I thought that was fucking amazing. Uh, look what happened. Kirk Cameron's a weird guy. <laughs> he was weird then, too. Yeah, he loves Jesus. Jesus. Oh, there's here's a connection for you. Let's jump from Kirk Cameron to his best friend. Boner. Boner. Boner's dead, right? Boner is dead. Boner's dead. You know who Boner was? Somebody's son. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Chekhov. No. Yeah, it's Chekhov's son. That's weird. Yep. Very pronounced nose on the Boner. He hung himself. I know. I heard about that. In a park in Seattle. In a park? Like Who out, hangs himself like in a park? Out in public. Jesus, that's and, like, and apparently there's like video of like because they couldn't find him, of like you know check off dude and his wife like going on TV and like pleading for him to please come. Dear home. Boner, like, yeah. please come home. And he was swinging from a tree. And <laughs> you just you like, laughed way too hard at that, you sick bro. <laughs> all right, uh, are, are we allowed to give ourselves quote of the week? No. Um, what? What is it? Dear Boner, please come home. <laughs> Take it out of context. That is a spectacular right, I, He nominated me. I'm going to say maybe. <laughs> I like it. So far, Vex wins with Dear Boner, Please Come Home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should be a ad for Viagra. <laughs> I know that you're laughing, but can you look up Boner's real name? Because I want to know what it is. <laughs> Dad's name was Walter Koenig. I thought his name was Jackoff. I'm very confused. That's not his real name. Why would they? No. Milhouse No, it's not Milhouse. That's how you get the boner from Stabone, but Milhouse is But think about it. He's the real life but Bart that's, Simpson that's his of name on the show, right? I'm sorry, Andrew Coney. Oh, yeah, Andrew If this name was fucking Milhouse in real life, I'd have been like, oh my god, that's amazing. I know where the Simpsons got it from. Milhouse ran out and is a terrible name. Simpsons did it! Simpsons did it. Our first bass player, whose name is Patrick, not with a K, P-A-T-R-I-C. That was his. He looked like fucking Millhouse. That sucks. 2010. Yeah. He was forty-one in twenty ten. Yeah. So nineteen sixty-eight to twenty ten. Sixty-eight. Jesus Christ. Seven years. That's fucking crazy. And they're like, "What does seven years mean?" He's seven years older than me. <clears throat> that dude was old. Wait a minute. Shit. Shit. I'm old. Fucking boner. Boner. Dear boner, please come home. Dear boner, please come home. <laughs> I mean, I do kind of like kind of slap. 
<laughs> See what I'm saying? I already forgot Chekhov's real name. Walter Kane. Why do you know that? I don't know. Did he have an accent or is that bullshit? I think he did. Michael Gregory said everything is coming on Millhouse. That's a pretty good one. Millhouse. I still say that every day at work and no one gets it. Oh, I would get it. There's like 10 things I say that the people who work for me are too young to comprehend, and that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, sometimes at work, when I'm really having a shitty day, <laughs> okay. I look at one of my coworkers and I quote the line from The Matrix when Agent Smith has Morpheus captured, and he leaves and he's like, I hate this place, <laughs> this zoo. This reality. <laughs> and they don't get the reference. They just think you're the creepy old guy at work. <laughs> this zoo. <I> hate this <laughs> you should see like your eyes right now. <laughs> like, it's, it was because that's how I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he wind up in Lord of the Rings? Who? That guy. Agent Smith? Yeah. I didn't see Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I asked that question. Uh-huh. He's in that, right? Yes. He's the king of the elves. He's very tall for that. The elves are fairly tall. Nah, I don't say things you don't mean. You're thinking of dwarves. Alright, number one, what the fuck is the difference? Number one. Number two, the elves, the elves by definition are tiny motherfuckers. That's like the whole gig. No. Everybody know. Alright, who's that guy from Encino Man? Who's also one of the elves, I think, in that film. film. I don't remember Encino Man. Alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I didn't remember that Brendan Fraser was in it. The, the, the other the little, the short fat guy who's an elf. Um, he's in that movie that I never saw with Chunk. Chuck? Goonies. Goonies. Oh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Sean Ashton. So Sean Ashton is a little tiny man. His dad was Gomez Adams, but not really. What do you mean? I see, no, not really. What do you mean? I thought it was his dad. So stepdad? No, it, his mom was a bit of a. Uh, Hua. Floozy? A Hua? Hey, Hua. Ah, Rossi! Uh, <laughs> but no, it was between like three people, and she wound up marrying. Uh, which is, I think his name's John Haskins. Because he looks nothing like Gomez Adams. Right. His name, <clears throat> I think his dad's name is John Astin, whoever Gomez Adams was. Do you remember? And Gomez Adams raised him as his own son, and he had his name, but it came out later that he is not biologically his child. All right, two things. Do you remember Gomez Adams on Night Court? I do. Amazing. Amazing. Do you remember Toy Soldiers with Sean Astin? I remember that. Vaguely. The fucking villain in that movie is still in my brain. He was just some actor, probably a Spanish guy, probably not even tall, but Sean Astin is so tiny yeah. that he looked massive in this film. Sean yeah. Astin's 5'6". I just looked it up. It's like a girl. I said the of girls. Fuck off. I'm 5'6". No, you're not. Yes, I am. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care. That's the height of... I did it to what's her name on like the second date. The one <laughs> that you remember? Yeah. Who'd you go to? The bullfrog. bullfrog. I was like, you lied in your fucking in your thing. I don't. You're not this tall, and <laughs> she wasn't. I always feel bad when I started that, but then I don't. It ended pretty poorly, and then she was real snarky with the fucking back end comments. It ended poorly. Via text. Poorly. Otherwise, it wouldn't end. I, that that's a movie cocktail. That's where that's fucking from. She's like, why does this have to end badly? It's like, all relationships end badly, or they wouldn't end. A drunk fucking Tom Cruise, who's also 5'5". Michael Gregor said, that's just thinking of Link from Zelda. No, what the fuck's he talking about? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Elves, that's what he's talking about. 
Link from Zelda. Dude, Link was like fucking like. Right? Did you like that game? I hated it. Why? Because it was stupid. Eric, did you ever play the E.T. Atari game, which is the worst game ever made ever in the history of the world? No. Okay, I did, because I'm dumb, right? I'm like, I love E.T. I'm like fucking seven, right? So I get an Atari 2600, which was like a billion dollars. It was like a thousand dollars in 1982. Like, my parents obviously had some coin, because I had a fucking Atari. You had one. There you go. Uh, but only because I have older siblings, and it was I was not allowed to touch it. <laughs> and then I wasn't allowed to get another one again until 1985 when Nintendo came out. So I missed ColecoVision because I said, another one with your Atari. Go play with your Atari. I'm like, but that's the old one. Anyway, the worst game ever. There's a documentary about the game called the fucking E.T. game for the Atari 2600, right? Zelda is reminiscent of that game. No. You go into a bunch of fucking doors and you got to find fucking stones. And I remember having like intellectual discussions with my loser friends who were also 10 years old when this fucking system comes out. And they're like, I don't know, man. I was playing Zelda for like three hours and I found this and I went this way and there's an arrow and I can sling it. Like, fuck that game. I think the Mortal Kombat is the best video game ever. And, I, and that, that would make sense. <laughs> From, uh, Billy Madison? No. He's like, they're at lunch. They're like, <laughs> he's like, Mortal Kombat is the best video game ever. He's like, I disagree. Well, I think Mortal Kombat is a great game. I feel like Donkey Kong is the best video game ever. It is hard. Oh, Donkey Kong is the shit, though. It's hard. Donkey Kong is the fucking tip. I own Rampage. The video. Oh! I have Kate Rampage. Oh. You want to play it? Fuck Pitfall! The, yes. ar the arcade Pitfall. version of Pitfall was kind of fun, but the Atari version is fucking gay. Super gay. <laughs> <Is that laughs> Hubert? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never had Hubert. Oh, my God. Hubert. And I wasn't allowed to watch the program, the fucking cartoons, because I went to Lithuanian school every fucking day, or every Saturday. My friends were watching fucking cartoons, and I'm yeah. like, uh, conjugating verbs in Lithuanian. Oh, that's awful. Uh-huh. The assassin, Kirby, said E.T. with a heart, and remember, she has an E.T. picture. I bought the fucking thing and sent it to her, I'm aware. And then, you don't be so Why are you gonna yell at me? Anyway, Michael Gregory said, Vex played GTA Vice City for like five years straight along Halo. <laughs> All right. Here's why Vice City is the superior GTA game. You could get the Gatling gun and get unlimited ammunition and kill everything that moves for four days. Yeah. Four days in front of the fucking the 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 mansion for Scarface. Yeah. Right on the bridge and just kill everything with a Gatling gun. Cops, choppers, FBI. It didn't fucking matter. They were dead. So and you look like Ray Liotta. Hey, come on, it's great. Do you remember? It's fucking great. Do you remember when Gran Turismo came out for the original PlayStation? I do. Okay. Because I'm in a band and they fucking were obsessed with it. So was I. Because um, all the modification you could do to the car. I was probably 18 at the time. Okay. I had my first shithole apartment, <laughs> but I had PlayStation. <clears throat> and I got Gran Turismo. Fancy. And me and two friends got so obsessed with this game that for like two weeks we were playing the game in shifts and just <laughs> sleeping on couches <laughs> like everybody had like weird work schedules like somebody worked the day and somebody worked in the afternoon and one person like at school and like literally you would just just come in and out and take up your turn at the game but how would you jerk off well I'm at that age you're horny very horny all the time science at, at that point in time there wasn't much need because i was Having a lot of sex. Look at you. Oh my god, stallion. <laughs> I was slinging dick. I was as well, unfortunately, at that age. You just have to. It's that or die. I was I was having a good time. There was a 
there was a period of time for probably like I, I shouldn't even tell the story on air. Somebody might be watching. <laughs> and I don't want to hear the story. But I guess statute of limitations is passed. Oh shit, now you gotta tell I mean, us. It's, it's not it's not it's not actually illegal, but you know. It feels it. There was a period of time for like four months where I worked second shift and I didn't have to be at work till like two in the afternoon. And the girl I was dating uh, would go to work at like noon. She worked at like a supermarket. And before work every day, she would come over to my apartment and we'd just, you know, do it until one of us had to leave for work. Classic. I've had that happen. Classic. And then she would just leave. And then I'd get up and take a shower and go to work. And as soon as I finished work, I would drive over to a second girl's house, do that, go home, and repeat the next day for like four months straight. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. It was spectacular. Why? Until I was a scumbag and didn't shower. They both got yeast infections. But not crabs, right? Not crabs. I did a triple dipper once. Well, I have, I have died. There was definitely displaced stank on both of them. Oh, God. <laughs> I did a triple dipper once in the Starscream band house days. And the roadies were like downstairs playing video games and watched all three come in and out. I had a shower after every single one though. No. Because I didn't want well, I didn't I didn't no, I didn't want to get caught. No, You're like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck their vaginas. Yeah, pretty much. I was a scumbag. The last one had a mohawk. Did you like it? <clears throat> does that kind of do it for you or is that weird? It was weird. And all right, I'm gonna tell a story. I am not a far projectile shooter. It's just not in me. <laughs> it's not, it's not my, like some guys are far shooters. I'm not a far shooter. Okay. I'm just okay. not, it doesn't do that. It never does. It's like between tummy and tits always. That's it. A lot of fucking thigh hits. I, you know I, tend, I, mean? I tend to find that the dudes you can, you can fire for distance. Like for some reason it's, it's real like liquidy. Well, I'm going to tell you, you a story. Know, my, mine tends to be a lot more ropey. <clears throat> yeah. <It's> just... <laughs> ropey. <laughs> just sticky cotton rope. Ropey loads. <clears throat> if I was ever a porn star, that'd be my porn So age. the ropey first loads. one, the first one I think was the first, the, the first friend was on her back. She leaves to go to her job, whatever she was doing. I took a shower. The second one comes in. I think that was just like on her fucking tummy or some shit. Maybe she was on the pill and I could have finished inside. I don't really remember. But the third one sticks out because I'm hammering and it's the third one. So I wasn't able to finish easily. Yeah, you got to go. So I had to fucking put some work into that shit to the point where she was starting to kind of dry out. But I got to bring it home. Got to bring it home. So I pull out to bring it home. And again, she has a mohawk and she turns her head and I fire and it hits her right fucking left temple hard like it made a noise and i was mortified i was like i know that we've never had sex before but i don't do that normally i am not a far projectile comer i apologize for the inconvenience <laughs> and she was pretty cool about it and then when she got up you know when they like if it's too dry you'll know this there's like a mess and there was a mess and i was rolling it while she was in the bathroom because i was disgusted by it i was like what is this shit i got my dog roller thingy there's a thing that was back that was that was three deep that day. Every time. Pussy. <laughs> Fucking coward. You gave them yeast infections. I, I want no fucks. We don't know that. I want return business. So I'm gonna try and just you know. I didn't care. That's the thing. So I, I'm a, I'm seeing down the road for my feeding of the, the little X. I was, I, was a, I was a bad person. <clears throat> 
I was a bad person in my teens. And it doesn't sound that bad. It just seems like you were. The, your hormones are ripping out of your body at such a feverish pace. I was a twenty-four hour boner looking for somewhere to go. That's everybody, and you, and you could sing. Oh, oh. I was just led around by my dick. Duh. Where should we go today? Dick? Was I think I just ended that like six months ago, maybe. Like that just crested. It's actually it's back actually it's a problem but <clears throat> yeah that's life. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Right right in the side of her head and then social was media like, was it full on like shaved head like yeah like mohawk then social did, media did the mohawk do it for you though like was it a term I don't, I don't even know. Like no it was the girl I was with that day okay. she looked like Tank Girl yeah I love Tank no no but she was pretty Lori Petty was hot I hate Lori Petty Why? but it was because I hate her fuck her. Oh my god, I see her in that fucking orange is the new black shit. It's my fucking skin crawl. I've never watched that show. And I could see that's how it was going to end back then. I could see it. I knew she'd be ugly. I knew it. No, I when I had the two most amazingly attractive men in Point Break fighting over this bitch, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. She, I mean, I would have sex with her, but I wouldn't tell her my name. Fuck that. I never liked her. I never liked her. Ropey loads. Ropeyloads.com. I want to know if ropeyloads.com is taken. I guarantee it is. Ropeyloads.com. Is that how you spell Ropey? Sounds right to me. Ropeyloads.com. It's my board name. I'm buying that today if it's available. Next time I go on stage, that's how I'm going to introduce myself. It says the site can't be reached. Ropey. That means. So it does exist, but it's not up. Yeah. Ropeyloads.com. No, R O P E Y. Rope with a Y. Yeah. You think you spell rope like soap? A, a rowboat? Like what's happening? Ropeyloads. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Put a pin in it. I also I I'm going to use that name on stage. Also. I would I would like to tell you that in, in previous years I have in fact gone on stage and introduced myself as Frodo Teabaggins, midget porn star. Frodo Teabaggins. So yeah. Ropeyloads.com is better. So because you don't ever watch it, the, the character from Lord of the Rings, his name is Frodo Baggins. <laughs> but I called myself Frodo Teabaggins. Okay. Because yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. Michael Greger said Dave's alternative surname, the ginger lasso. And Johnny Mac said, Ropey Loads, take me home. <laughs> Ropey Loads! Take me home to the place I belong with Virginia in your mama. Ropey Loads. Take me home. Yes. The fuck is wrong with us? Us? I didn't do that. You did that. You were a major contributor to the conversation of the last 20 minutes, which was pretty fucked up. Ropey loves. <laughs> He's writing lyrics. He's okay. stepping his game up. So, Katie McGrogan, I could totally come up with a few corn names for Dave. Dave's clearly the hot item on this show. Kate is my dear, dear friend and neighbor that I love very much, and I'm so glad she's watching. Angie said, Roby, Roby is a real person. Roby? She's spelled R-O-B-E-Y. That's a real no, name. No, Roby. We're talking about Roby. Rope. 
Yeah, like, like, like she's too married. Like she's like out of the loop. She lasso. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, Stan Hansen. That's the same thing. <laughs> Every time he does, I gotta ring the bell. <laughs> Ropey Loads is speaking. Ropey Loads. Now we gotta make a new Funko Pop. Oh, Ropey Loads. I do. My alter ego. Can I just get the same one made but with a Batman mask? <laughs> I think that's the idea. Holy shit. Ropey Loads. Like, like. That's the stupidest thing about like old superheroes is like they would put on like like this. No, they're like no, no one knows who I am. Superman is hands down the dumbest one. And then I heard a comedian say this this week: Clark Kent had to go to the gym and just act like he's lifting weights because Superman's diesel, right? Yeah. And you can't be Clark Kent and look diesel without a fucking gym membership at least. You at least need a gym membership, like. And then yeah, he just puts on glasses and no one fucking knows. Dude, six four. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on! Just 6'4 and cock diesel in 1960. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in the decathlon? I gotta tell you, though, no. Christopher Reeve was pretty good. Jacked! No, at, he wasn't jacked. They made him jacked for the movie. Oh, but yeah. he was great at Clark Kent. He was. He was. He was bumbling, and he was, like, unassuming. And then, in, is it Superman 2 when they're in that fucking Canadian fucking the wedding thing? And he falls into the fire and he burns his hand. You guys haven't fucked it up. I vaguely remember. I haven't watched those Supermans in so long. I've seen them so many times on the television program. On the program. She's typing over there. You all right? She's looking for something. I was looking for something. Cool. So, yeah, I told you. There you go. So that and he falls into the fire and he and doesn't get burnt. And then she's like, oh my God, let me see your hand. He's like, no, I'm fine, Lois. I'm fine. It's like, oh. But you're not. And then she takes his glasses off. She's like, oh my god, it's you! Oh my god! Like, you're a fucking reporter. This is your job. Yeah. Yeah, are you fucking retarded? He's supposed to know this shit. <laughs> How did you not figure this out? She's like, I know you're Superman. I'm going to jump over the edge and you're going to catch me. And then he can't catch her. <laughs> so he laser beams a fucking... Which one's the one where he, he, he flies around the world fast enough to spin the earth backwards? Isn't it that one? Or is that the first one? I think it's the first one. Well, they were filmed at the same time. Did you, you know... know? Let, let me just say that for whatever it's worth, I feel like Lois got herself in a whole lot of fucking stupid situations that a normal person could have found their way out Do of. Do you remember when they found her, the actress in the 90s in the bushes, like, out of her mind, rocking back and forth and, like, yeah. naked? She's fucked up. Dude. And when she was Can't in sleep, Amity... Can't sleep. Can't sleep. Literally. When she's in Amityville Horror, her body is so fucking amazing. She's amazing. I'm like, I understand why you're a movie star. Ten! So fucking ten! But then her face got worse and worse. Because the mental medication you're on dr dr dries your face out, especially back then. And she was just fucking out of her mind. So she's Lois Lane, and she looks way too old to be Lois Lane at some point. And he's not aging. This motherfucker looks exactly the same for eight years he's playing fucking Superman. You know what I mean? Well, that's, that's the other thing. Like, does Superman get old though? Yeah, yeah, he gets white hair and shit. Because yeah. his father had white hair, remember? Yeah, but does he age at the same pace as humans do? I am not the aficionado. There is a lady with a computer. Is there anybody out there that can answer There is someone out there. Is there a Superman and he's, and he's not there? fucking here. He's supposed to fucking pop in. Let's fucking call him and embarrass him. Yeah. Well, I can't, we can't say his name, but oh. you know who. He lives across the street. God damn it. God damn it. I have a lot of questions because I was never really a big Superman guy. Superman never really did it for me. 
on the program. I was honestly never a DC guy. Anything that they I don't do comic books. Reading's hard. Hello? Alright, you're on the fucking program, sir. Okay. We're asking questions about Superman. So here's the most recent question. You ready? Okay. Does he age at the same rate as a human being? We know he gets old and his hair will turn gray eventually, but is it the same rate as us or will it be slower? It's very slower. So in the films, we like, had... Like, what's the life expectancy for Superman on Earth? There you go. Oh, well, I mean, he, he can live forever. It's not about him dying. It's just about how weak he gets. So in the comic books, typically, this is not always a rule of thumb, Lois has been dead for... You know, a century before even grace. So, that's <gasps> well, there's our answer. That's excellent. But I'm gonna live forever. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said because someone was singing in my ear. What'd you say? No, I said there's no actual storyline directly that I know of that where he's please died. He died. He did die. They fucking buried him and shit. It was a thing. Yeah, yeah that, that's Superman funeral scheme, and it worked very well. <laughs> All right, are you coming to the program? I am finishing up. I'm going to get cut. I will be over. All right, bye. They did a skit about Superman's funeral on on, uh, on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember that? Yes. The Hulk is Chris, Chris fucking Farley. Farley. Hawkman was amazing. It's and, pretty amazing. And Danny DeVito is the Penguin before he was the Penguin. Do you remember that? I'm thinking. He was really the Penguin? I don't remember that part. Yeah. Danny DeVito was the Penguin. Yeah. Are you he's, he's sitting in the front row and someone's talking and he's like, you know, giving part of the eulogy. And Danny DeVito goes, ah, ah, ah. Are you sure it's DeVito? I'm almost positive. I think, I think, um, Saturday Night Live, Superman's, Superman's funeral skit. It may not be, but I thought it was. I don't think it's, it's Danny DeVito. But all I remember is the scene where he, the dude's in the middle of talking and he's like, ah, ah, ah. I, I think I know who it he is. Goes, Penguin, how can you laugh at a time like this? And he goes, this is also how I cry. Wah, wah. I think it's Bobby Moynihan. No, it's too early for that. It's like Sinbad was the host. Like it's. I remember, but I'm telling you, I don't think it's him. Bobby Moynihan was like 10. All right, maybe it's not Bobby Moynihan, but it was a guy like that. Al Franken is Lex Luthor. They don't say, um... The Penguin. Fuck! I'm gonna find it. I make some noise. Just let me look it up. Can you calm your tits? Yes, tits are calm. Fuck. <laughs> I feel... Remember Sinbad was in it? They wouldn't let him in the funeral? Oh, man, I'm a superhero. I'm oh, Black Lightning. Then they he, wouldn't let him in. He was trying to steal the shrimp? Yeah. <laughs> That's so racist. That's so bad. Like, how did you put that on top? How is Sinbad not even mentioned in the skit breakdown? He's the guy. I'm Black Lightning. Sinbad is pretty funny, actually. Farley is the whole was so amazing. He's just like, he didn't even say anything. He's just no, he fucking. the whole soliloquy. That's later. <laughs> Superman was more than a man. <laughs> he was a legend. He was an icon. He truly was. <gasps> it is Danny DeVito. You Boom. win. Boom, motherfucker. Yeah. And that's before he's the penguin? I think so. It would make sense. <laughs> Early 90s. <laughs> this is also how I cry. This is also how I cry. <laughs> I wonder if Burton saw that. He's like, I got it. Michael Gregory said Sinbad was Black Lightning. Yeah. That's what we just said. Black Lightning. <laughs> no. Never heard of me. Y'all got shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's 
part of the skit. It's so bad. Remember when Sinbad was a thing? Yeah. Dude, Sinbad was pretty funny. I saw Sinbad's Ascent because when I was a little child, I would watch that thing with um the co-host from The Tonight Show. What the fuck's his name? Uh, what co-host? Oh, Ed like, McMahon. Ed McMahon hosted Star Search. Yes. And I remember Sinbad Ew. with his, his weird blonde afro yeah. and his very 80s fucking tight-fitting clothing, and he won. And I was like, that's, that's a funny motherfucker right there. He's going to be a big star, mama. And he, was like, was. and he was for five minutes. And he made that, that movie that never existed. Yeah. Shazam or whatever. I feel like that was the same. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Sinbad was pretty funny for him. I know. I think he's still funny. He was on Always Sunny like 10 years ago with Rob fucking the guy from Matchbox 20. Yeah, uh, Rob Thomas. Yeah, Rob Thomas and him are in the insane asylum beating up Dennis. <laughs> Which is fucking amazing. Is like it's, it's a, he's like Rob Thomas and Sinbad. Why are you here? Shut the fuck up, white boy. And you're like, oh my god. Uh, there's a part of Sinbad, the one stand up that he does, where he talks about. He says uh, how he got into comedy, and he's like, "What all started when I decided to join the Navy when I was 18." I remember that. He just talked about the Navy in his comedy. Yeah. and he says Sinbad is apparently a huge dude. He's like six foot six. Like he's a big guy. I didn't know that. Makes yeah. sense though. He goes. He goes, they told me I could join the Navy and I could travel and see the world. So I joined the Navy and they sent me to Kansas. <laughs> he goes, I was a six foot six black man in a Navy uniform walking around Kansas. I was the only thing to see. Um, Hold on. Mark Marin. Do you know who that is? Yes. He's like the number. He was the number two podcaster in the world. It was Rogan, and then Marin was behind him. Yeah. And Marin technically started first, so he's pretty annoyed. He also interviewed Obama when he was still president, so he was a kind of a big deal for a minute. I like Mark Marin. He's a little fucked up and neurotic, but I like him. Yeah. He said he was a young comedian, and Sinbad had just blown up, and they were on some like road trip, and he was opening for Sinbad or some shit or something, or no, they were in like the Canadian big comedy thing there. I'm not a comedian guy. I don't know. It's a fucking thing. So they're there. And he goes into the store with Sinbad, who then just buys socks. Right? And Mark <laughs> Maron is like trying to remember his lines and his whole fucking stand-up. So Mark Maron goes on and he does his set and it's tight and he's happy. Sinbad got up and did 10 minutes on the sock transaction. And he's like, that guy's a natural comedian. He's like, yeah. that's just... Uh, he didn't write that. It happened today. Something funny kind of happened. And he spun it into a yarn. By that night, he's like, yeah. man, you go to downtown to buy socks. And he says the name of the place. They all fucking laugh. Yeah. He's like, I can't do shit like that. Like, this guy's a real fucking, like. It's, it's, I have a lot of respect for, like, elite comedians. Like, I have a very hard time watching, like, mediocre ones. But, like, ones that are really amazing. Like, dude, that's a special talent. What about dude. Shane Gillis? What are your thoughts? That is. The guy who got fired from SNL before he got on SNL because he had said the word chink or something on a podcast like eight years before that. Really? You don't even know about this guy? No. He's a whole thing. His comedy special just debuted on Netflix. Okay. I probably know who he is. He's ridiculously funny and he's like from the Philadelphia area. He's from Pennsylvania. Like there's certain guys that just have like a thing and like some of them are like storytellers like and then other ones just have like the craziest shtick that like no one else can pull. Like I also enjoy it. like Theo Vaughn. Like I am not a Thorn guy, dude. Sometimes he says shit that I just fall out laughing about, like because it's just so outlandish and weird. What's this dude's name? Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Oh, you know who else is from Poison, motherfucker? Just Brett Michaels. But they're all they're all from PA. 
Bobby Dahl and Ricky Except Rocket. Except for uh, CC. Right? who's from Ohio or something, and then met them in LA. Oh, yeah, there he is. You've seen him before, right? I have. He's a thing. Poison. What do you think about Poison? What's your thoughts on Poison? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Listen. Nostalgia is real. It is. And when Every Rose Has Its Thorn was a number one hit, I was like 12, right? I had just like kissed my first girl. Like things were happening in my life. So I tie that song to a moment. And they were like, on, they had a number one song. So their tour was selling out everywhere. Yeah, I remember him on MTV News. And he was wearing like a, a Led Zeppelin t-shirt trying to have credibility as opposed to wearing like Poison. Yeah. They were starting to take the makeup off by that point. They're trying to get like cooler. Yeah. I got nothing bad to say about Poison. Brett Michaels is not an exceptional singer. I've seen him live and he is a very good performer. Yeah. Um, the band's solid. They're now. CC. Hold on. CC's underrated. Wait, wait, wait. You asked though. CC's a beast of a guitar player. Yeah. Because, you know, Isaac Perlman was or is, you know yeah. what I mean? He was taught by Isaac Perlman in New York, like in the fucking, in NYU, like really yeah. learned how to fucking learn music. You know what I mean? And he said, if Isaac Perlman knew I was playing this garbage, he'd fucking punch me in the face. <laughs> he would. But CeCe's a great guitar player. I like Poison. The songs are fun. Bobby Dahl can't play bass. Ricky Rocket was a subpar drummer. Everybody in our bands are better than all of them, except for CeCe. Yes. But I like the band. And it's nostalgic, and it's a moment. I'll never forget this. Bobby Dahl looked in the camera when uh, Behind the Music was all the rage, and he was like, I am not the best musician in the world, but it was about getting pussy, and we got all the fucking pussy. And he's like, so for my generation, I won. And I was like, you did win! God damn it, yeah! So I remember that, and that's not the only quote from him. Like, through those things, there's, like, quotes that, that Bobby Dahl throws smart in, guy, right? And I'm like, not only is he, but he's like, he came up with some savage shit. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just firing out savage one-liners. Like, he said shit like that. And then they asked him about, like, Brett and Pamela Anderson. He's like, what do you want me to say? He fucked the ultimate bitch. <laughs> like, that was, that <laughs> and was, taped it. That was his entire feelings on the whole thing. That's, that's what he said. I'm like, I think this dude's kind of awesome. I think I want to hang out with him. Like, when they were poor in L.A., and I was, I was poor, but I was never roaches in my house poor. And they were, yeah. right? And they were just, the, the joke was you would just get the fucking, the, the, the hairspray. Yeah. The old and torch them. And, torch them. and it didn't matter because they don't care because the roaches. Yeah. So they would, they were living in that, that squalor. Yes. They were nothing. Squalor. But they were still, their band was cooking. They got a deal. The first deal was a shitty deal. There was no money into the record. And then it popped by mistake. And then they're like, all right, we got to put some money into it. What and then it became, uh, look what the cat dragged in, which is by the way, a great song. That's not really a single, but it's a great song. <laughs> but I'm um, talk dirty to me when I was a little kid and you see the video of all the guitars lined up backstage and the cameras yeah. panning it. It's the most impressive thing in the world. I now live in a house filled with guitars. That was the goal when I was 11. And that's because of this fucking video. So I have affinity for them. Um, I thought that you hate them, but Motley Crue was more musical because of Mick Mars, really. And like yeah. Tommy Lee's a better drummer, in my opinion. Vince was a pretty good singer at points. Now he's got awful. But there was a time, like Dr. Feelgood time, where he was a really good singer, man. Like he was doing I won't shit. I was really good. He was passable ever. I don't ever think no, that. that's how you would say Brent Michaels is passable. He's I, I think singer. they're on par with each other. I don't think either one of them were ever spectacular. <clears throat> Remember, they were both aspiring to be Roth, and you could argue they're both better singers than Roth. 
It's true. You know what I mean? And they were both aspiring to be Roth. That was the they, they were chasing that. No better than both of them. Well, duh. <laughs> but you're not as good as me. But a number one hit's a number one hit, and true. they both have, and they those. both have that. So I have respect I don't have for them. One of those. And that's the thing. So it's it's like all right. There's this is a parallel for you. People will talk about certain quarterbacks that aren't shit longevity wise. Like you know, Favre has two rings, right? Yeah, and then like. People like the devil has like six rings. You know what I mean? No. If you're a quarterback and you won the fucking Super Bowl at least once, you're elite. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You've won the big biggest there is. Then Eli Manning, who was a subpar quarterback most of his career, beat Brady twice. So when you go down into history, you're elite. Peyton Manning only has two, and he's supposed to be the greatest thing to slice so, bread. So then let me ask you this: Is Nick Foles elite? Yes. As time passes, and it were 15 years removed from now, because we're already fucking seven years away from the Super Bowl, or five years, whatever it was, six years, he will become legendary. Because, yes, and he beat the, the guy. Yeah. You're in the fucking, this is in his heyday. He beat the goat. At the time of his, of his pinnacle, not like at the back end part either. Still in the past. Eli beat him in the pinnacle. Twice. But the, the one year, uh, the Patriots... Would have had a perfect season if they won the Super Bowl. I know, Eli. So, so I, I look at that. That's probably more pinnacle Brady. But I disagree. Here's how I'm going to say, and doesn't mean I'm right. But if he's on the Patriots, this is his pinnacle. When he leaves, the back end is the second team, and he still won a ring with them. But that's not the pinnacle. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? That's a loaded team. You had every fucking weapon imaginable. You had a great defense. It was loaded. That's of course true. they fucking won. They couldn't do it two years in a row, though. No. You know what I mean? Because you can't keep something that tight together. The fucking coach left. Darth Vader got all sick and rolled out. I like him. He was the Temple University coach when I was a kid. I don't know if you know that. Who? The coach for the fucking Bucks when, when Brady won. I, remember, I forget his name. I don't know who the coach Yes, you do. He was the Cardinals coach, then he retired. He's Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, yeah. So Bruce Arians, who we call Darth Vader because of all the shit on his chest because he had the fucking heart attacks and all that shit. <laughs> like that guy. He fucking, he was Temple University's coach when I was a kid. I don't know what she's doing. She's doing selfies or something. I don't know. No, to stop you, I'd be doing this. I'm taking pictures for my own files. Her own you files. Do your, just keep going. Do your <laughs> she's, she's, planning, she's plotting the layout of your house so she can commit the perfect murder. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you how to murder me. You want to know how to murder me? I'll put this in the fucking podcast. On Sunday mornings, after my yoga, I set up all the equipment. I unlock the door for the band, and I go in the shower. You could slide in Sunday morning and fucking get me in the shower or get me in the shower, and I, I'm dead. But then you immediately have witnesses. And not even that. I'm going to do some shit to you. Like, you might come in stabbing, but I'm biting your ear off before I bleed out. You're not leaving you your place. You don't want someone to find the body that quickly. That's the thing. I'm, I don't know how to murder people, and sadly, it seems you do, which is freaky deaky. I spent but, a lot of time thinking about it. Really? Yeah. No way. The energy in your life, I'm, 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 this is real to me. The energy in your life, you've wasted on thinking about things you're never going to do. No, not really. I was just trying to do a bit for the show, and really did. <laughs> you scared me. No, no, no. I, 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 we know you were, Jesus Christ. Oh, no, I know she does it all the time. Yeah. I do what all the time? Plot murder. What do you watch on TV every day? Murder, murder, murder. I would probably never act out on it. And I quote, 
I would probably, not I would never do that, I would probably never act on it. I'll but if an I did... What, I'll tell you what I would never do. Yes? I would never come on our lovely podcast, yes. and our family-friendly entertainment podcast, yes. and say something along the lines of that allegedly Rob Reiner sodomized a small child to death. To death! To death! Fuck him out of death! I would never say that. I would never say podcast. that. Ever. I don't think you would either. I would never say no. that Rob Reiner perhaps yeah. sodomized a 12 year old girl no, with that. I would never say that. I wouldn't even imply it. No. I wouldn't think it. Not at all. That's disrespectful. Rob Halford's a different story. To, Rob Reiner, no. To Reiner Miners everywhere. Reiner Miners. <laughs> oh my God. That took an hour and a half to get into the show today. We didn't. It wasn't in last week at all. No. It, it was all Rob Halford. <laughs> <laughs> We still need to make the compilation. Video. No, we need the Rob Rhino Funko Pop. Reiner? Rob Reiner Funko Rob Pop. Reiner Funko Pop. If there's not, we can make one. Obviously. Do you, do you go on the family Rob Reiner or like. I want rapist. I want the Reiner? rapist guy. What the fat guy. Fat bald guy. Um, could this be a roof? That could be a roof, right? Uh, it could be. It didn't rain today, though, so I feel like it's not a roof. It didn't rain today. It's a, it's a beautiful day today. Gotta kind of really silence is. that guy. Michael Gregory said, The hole is like that lowered expectations kid. <laughs> on man TV. Like, lowered expectations. Long walks on the beach, murder, a dinner out, murder. Yep. Do you remember that skit? Does anybody else remember that skit? I wouldn't watch Mad TV. It was beneath me. Mad TV was amazing. It had some moments that were spectacular. No. Quince, Quincy what, Jones produced it. But what he's talking about is that. There was, remember in the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, before the interwebs were a thing, and they had like dating services, you know? The videos? Yeah. They were amazing. Right. I post them on Instagram. But remember, they used to have ads for them that you could call it and do your thing, you know what I mean? But Bad TV did one that was called Lowered Expectations, where like you just like, you realize that like you're kind of a piece of shit. And so you call lowered expectations so you can date other like pieces of shit. <laughs> and that was one of the quotes from it. <laughs> it's so good. Michael Gregory, thank you for bringing that back. I fucking forgot about that, but dude, it was funny as shit. Did you ever like stop in your brain and nope. think about how this triumphant found each other? <laughs> like, this is, we're fucked up. Okay, I'm going to tell you something that I shouldn't tell you, but I'm going to tell you. I might or may not have been speaking to someone in the past few months on a dating app, right? Okay. And and they were like cutesy and they were like nice. And I could tell they were a little too nice to know me, right? But I'm like, that's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna come in with my sheep's clothing on there before I reveal. And then one day I was like, hey, our podcast is going live soon. Riding hood. You sure are looking good. So our podcast is going and we're talking and I'm like, well, here's the link for the program. Right. And they were like, oh, I'll listen to it later. I'm like, you know, no rush. And then I woke, I woke up the next day and I was deleted. <laughs> <laughs> like deleted. <laughs> like they were like, 
what the fuck is wrong with these people? And that wasn't even recent. That was a while ago. So, like, we've gotten much more dark. Like, that whole crabs thing, that was a bit twisted. It was. Like, I, I, I wonder if... You're like, I don't. Uh. If, like, people listen, they're just like, why am I listening? But you can't stop listening. I, I, hope, I hope people liken this show to, like, a car wreck. Like, where it's like, there's just undeniable carnage at the end of it. And people don't want to look, but it's hard to turn away. There was that quote from the Howard Stern film that came out, I'm going to say 96, maybe 97, I think it's 96, uh, Private Parts. I'm, I was a fan of that movie. I really it's a good film. And they were saying, they were discussing him, like the networks, and they were like, well, 40% of the people lo- love the program and they listen yeah, for, for the full day because they want to hear what he's going to say next. Yeah. And 60% hate him. And they listen for two and a half hours to what he's going to say next. To hear what he's going to say. Next. And I'll tell you that on Preston and Steve, you're not getting any of that shit. You're not. It's saccharine for days. Yeah, they don't have haters. Hi, Preston, Steve. Hi, it's me, Mandy. I'm like, oh my god, it's so nice to hear you. Fuck Mandy and fuck them too. Fuck that whole show. That's not even real. It's fucking ridiculous. Then they had the thing. I yelled at Casey at a wedding. I I know. <laughs> we fucking discussed it. It was awesome. Michael Gregory said. Me may have just won quote of the week. Oh my god, Michael, stop so, with your so, shit. So. That's a good one. Turkeys could fly. Oh, the humanity! Turkeys are just falling from the sky and smashing windshields! It's depravity! Les Nesman, here's the thing. They showed nothing on that show. Yeah. It's all in your head because they're showing them react to it back at the radio station. Yeah. And then you just show Les going, <laughs> and he just makes the fucking scene. Les Nesman was great. Remember the fake walls? He's like, someday I will have walls. And it was just tape. <laughs> like, it's fucking amazing. I, I, I think, I honestly think in the era of like CGI, yes. I think you lose that in today's entertainment. No one does anymore. We're, like <laughs> your own imagination creates like the most the terrible thing that's going on. You know what I bring up all the time? Rosemary's baby. Yeah. You never see the baby. They describe it, and in your head, you've made a grotesque baby. Well, look, in your it own, looks a lot like baby Vex. In your own mind, in your own mind, you're going to create something so much worse because you're going to create it out of your own fears, and it's going to be specific to you. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. If you say to someone who has not seen Rosemary's Baby in 10 years, what was the scariest part of that movie? And you ask, did you see the baby? Like, oh, yeah, when I saw the baby. Like, but you never see the fucking baby. But in your head, you thought, because they show the devil's eyes for one second. One second, remember? And and then they say he has his father's eyes. And your brain tied that all together. So you think you saw this grotesque baby. You probably saw the cover of Born Again from Black Sabbath and tied that baby, because what I did, into the fucking film. But you never saw this child. And then they did a TV version of Rosemary's Baby. Try to look that up for me, if you can. I'm going to say, like, 2015 or 2014 or something. Maybe... Yeah, maybe 2012. It was a very pretty young black girl was the fucking the stand-in okay. for... The, I feel like I remember that. It was good. And at the end, she's pushing a black carriage, and she's dressed all in black, yeah. and someone leans in, and they were like, oh, what a beautiful child. She's like, he has his father's yeah, eyes. Was 2014. It was really good. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't as good as the film. It wasn't. 
but it was good. It was good. The Raper didn't make it. Did you, know you see mean? the Blair Witch Project? In the theater. Same thing. You don't see shit. It's, it's all in your head. head. Here's, here's why it was a thing. I don't know if you remember this. I'm a little older than you are. I don't know. Were you living on your own yet when that came out? When did it come out? 99. Yes. They said in the fucking ramp up to it, this is found footage. This isn't a real movie. Yeah. And we believed it because there's no internet back then, right? So we're like, oh my God, this is real. And then they ruined it because it, it, it caught on so big. They came to like some fucking like seminar or like a thing for film. Yeah. And they just came out and, and they were there and you're like, oh, it's actors. And that blew it. But when you went to see the theater, when I went, we thought this was, was some, oh, yeah, it was, it was yeah, real it was because so it was good. so poorly shot and so poorly yeah. lit. It looked like a video camera. That girl's crying and shaking when yeah. she's by herself at the end. Yeah. Then what kills me is the one when they're they're facing the wall in the basement. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucked yeah. up. Yeah. To this day, I hate that. I love that shit. It's so good. It's so good. And then I found out it was fake. And then I, one of the actors, the guy with the beard, was in a bunch of movies later, like B movies and yeah. other stuff. And it was sad because to me, he, they were the Blair Witch people, and they were dead. You're never going to see them again. You know what I mean? I never saw that one. I never even saw it. I never even watched it. What's the plot? What's the plot? Did you see the room? You want to watch it? You can hook the TV up real quick. I did not hit her. I did not. It's like. That's fucking funny. That's fucking funny. That's the first word they're, I would use to describe. Hey, cool. They're like, listen, just face the other wall and then we'll just chop her up. Kill the bitch. That's, that's weird to think of. That's terrible to think about. Nothing <laughs> like that at all. You know, Mike, I think you just lost quote of the week. One of my one of my favorite, uh, your owner, like you don't get to see the carnage, so to speak. Did you ever see Slapshot? Movie Slapshot. Is it the is the color money guy in it? Yes, I've Tom never told. I've never. All right, I dated a girl who was obsessed with it because she played hockey yeah. in college or something. As I roll my eyes, I, I don't think she really played hockey. Anyway, fucking no, I've never seen Slapshot. But I know about it. Uh, so it's, I should watch it, shouldn't I? Oh, uh, dude, like it's will, good, right? You will fucking piss yourself. Like it's it's <laughs> way better than the gay fucking it's deceivers. Oh, uh, dude, Slapshot's amazing. But there, it's a. It's a shithole failing minor league hockey team. All the players suck. They're fucking hot garbage. And the owner is a shiesty piece of shit fucker. And he always makes them do like crazy shit. So like try to like drum up business or whatever. Let's get and, tropical. And he makes the he makes sort of yes. He makes the team do a fashion show. <laughs> and they're, they're hockey players. They are not into high fashion, obviously. And he's backstage at the fashion show, and this one dude comes out, and he's like, "What the fuck is this, Joe?" And he's got this, this fucking like silk robe on. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" He goes, "I'm gonna flash him, Joe. I'm gonna walk out there on that stage, and I'm gonna open up this faggot bathroom and wiggle my dick out. And everyone, with the exception of my wife, is gonna go running for the exits. You know why? Because I want you to have a fucking heart attack and die, so we never have to do this shit again." And he's like, you will not. And he's like sitting, he's on the phone in the office. 
and he's talking to somebody else. And he's like, and we would just like to talk about it. And then all of a sudden, you just hear screaming from the other room. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, in your head, like, you know what he just did. Obviously, they don't but show they anything. Show it. But yeah, the dude yeah, went yeah. out there and just pulled his dick out in front of a bunch of people there to see a fashion show. What's on your right wrist? Uh, a bracelet? That's just a bracelet? Yeah. It looks like a weapon. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't let you into the electric factory to see a band play with that. Two dragon heads. That's some scary shit. I wear it on the show every week. It's heavy as fuck. I think the sun hit it, and it reflected, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Did you ever see Blue Collar? Probably. It's the worst film ever. It's like Worse than The Room? All right, no. It's not. Worse Yeah. Yeah. You should pull it up. What is it? Blue Collar. Who's in it? Richard Pryor's in it. Hold on. Like somebody else. I can't think is of Is it like Prime Richard Pryor? Is it like I need crack money, Richard Pryor? No, well before crack money. Okay. It's a young The Wolf from Pulp Fiction. Oh, Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. And this other black guy who is. Thank you. And Yafet Kodo became like a thing in the 80s and like the Equalizer yeah. or something like that. It's fucking dreadful. Like dreadful. But there's little scenes of it that aren't so bad. Yeah. But I, I remember when I was dating Olivia last summer, it like came on TV or something and I forced her to watch this movie. It's so bad. And now when it comes on, I have to stop. There's a fucking orgy scene where Richard Pryor is on top of a hooker. A hooker, and he's crawling down the hallway while fucking her. And the way it's shot, it's amazing. And they discuss crabs in great detail. Nice. He goes around the auto Detroit auto workers trying to rob their own that's, uh, that's that's how it begins. And then and then hijinks ensue. Yeah. This and I can't believe it's a real film. And it's one of those 70s movies that cut off, it makes no sense at the end. It's just like <gasps> And they're going to fight, and then it cuts off, and you're like, does the fight happen? Does it not happen? happen. They kill Barry? Is Barry okay? Like, you know, It's like a whole fucking thing. I think thing. in the 70s, they didn't know how to end the movies. That was a big deal in the 70s. That was a thing. It was intentional. That cut-off shit, they did it on yeah. purpose. I don't understand that. It was a different time. People were really miserable. There was You couldn't get gasoline for your car, right? That was a thing. And the inflation was like it is right now. It was going really crazy high, fast. Um, they had kicked Nixon out of office. When they ended the Vietnam conflict, it fucked up the whole economy because our economy was just based on this fucking war for a while. And then that wasn't there anymore. So inflation skyrockets. Yeah. It, was, it was a clusterfuck. And then, of course, we had um, the, ch- the chicken, the, the peanut farmer, Mr. President Carter. Is that is that what's going to happen now? You think we're going to reboot? Do you know how they rebooted out of that? Reaganomics. So do you think... Do you think the next 10 years are going to be the 80s again? think cocaine's going to make a big comeback? Cocaine is back already. It's been is back it? for a long time. I, saw I don't co- know anybody that uses cocaine. I don't think I Yeah, do. you do. I probably do. You do. I could, I'm not going to name names. Yeah, you do. I'm, I'm not very close friends with them, probably. But you, they do. And I'm then, sure I do. And so what happened to me is if we were, we were discussing the 90s, and we didn't get to that yet, there's a question on the docket today. What did the 1990s smell like? which we're going to cover in one second, okay? okay? But leading up to that, it was, everything was weed and psychedelics from yeah. my 90s. And at the end of the 90s, the psychedelics were going away and it was like Limp Bizkit and New Metal and all that shit, which is fine. And I remember I had gotten married, I was in Starscream, and I wasn't out socially for a while. 
And then she passed away, and I was very sad. So I would go out like all the time. After a Starscream show, we went to a huge party like right off of South Street. There's like a hundred people in a shitty little apartment. It was amazing. There was a corner corner of the apartment where there was a table and there were four people and they were just doing lines of coke and their eyes were black and they were having no fun. I remember that they were just by themselves doing coke, like meaning like this doing coke and everybody else is getting laid and drinking and talking to girls and having a good time. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I'd seen it out in public was around Oh five. And since Oh five, it's been back. It really has been back. Cocaine. I'll never know. No, I wouldn't recommend. And I heard back on the street, crack is a, is making a comeback right now. Crack? It really is going to be the eighties again, isn't it? Like right now, it's making a comeback. Crack. We're going to live through the eighties the second time. I didn't mind it. I was too young to remember. I remember a lot of it. I remember Live Aid. It might be a thing. Crime was a thing. I remember there was crime. Or on television, they were telling me there was crime, yeah. which is like the scare tactic to vote Republican. Like they're doing now. Like they're doing like exactly what they're doing now. To be honest with you, so. I mean, I go outside and I feel okay. And I felt okay in 1983 and I feel okay in 2023. To be honest with you, like I go around, I'm like, shit happens. So don't put yourself in a bad situation. Like to certain places you don't go at night. That was a thing in the 80s. At nighttime, you don't yeah. fucking go here. You know what I mean? That existed. I guess that's coming back. Remember when New York, I don't know, I'm a little older. The first time I went to New York was on a tour as an adult with um, a band called Black Beans and I was their roadie. And somebody got robbed right around the fucking the Mercury Lounge, which is where we were playing. And somebody broke into our vehicle and stole some shit. I remember that whole thing happening. Yeah. And that was New York. And they're like, well, it's New York. And then Giuliani came in about six years later after that, maybe five years. And he radically changed it. So through the 2000s. So, so just, I don't mean to interrupt, but do you remember in the 80s, do you remember what Times Square was? I mean, they made a movie about it, like, so I remember it very clearly. It was it was hell. It was a shithole. It was like, hell. It was like porn theaters but, and, and prostitution and drug dealing. Now, we're spinning, but that was on purpose, you know. You know why? They wanted to lower all the property rates, and they bought in in the 70s and 80s when they were lowering all that yeah. shit. So then in the 2000s, boom. So a building that you bought for $100,000 was $5 million yeah. by 2001. And that's what it was. That's what it was. It was intentional. They allowed the riffraff to run wild. Then they came in and cleaned them all the fuck out. And there was a 20-year run where New York was, ah, and I remember being a little sad thinking, I kind of miss rough New York. Well, you know what, Dave? Rough New York's back. With a vengeance, baby. And I fucked up. I feel like I shouldn't have missed it. So now I'm like, I wish it was clean again. But life is I wish it was clean again. I do. But when I was in my 20s, it was a little dangerous. And then by the time I was in my 30s, it was like really nice. And I was like, I don't don't understand. Actually, I was 18 when I went there the fucking first time. But then I went to Statue of Liberty when I was like nine years old. I remember that shit. The year they were like repairing it and all that. It was a thing. Anyway. Hi. Hi. What did the 90s smell like to you? Cheap weed. Cheap weed. Cheaper beer. Cheaper beer. I don't know. I remember the smell, a very specific smell. You'd go to a the Warp Tour. Leather and sweat yeah. was a very specific smell. It was almost like pudussy, like bad pussy. Like it almost, the 90s smelled a lot like that. And pubic hair was everywhere. Like your chin was between everyone's legs. I miss the 90s. I, I don't know. Do. I don't know. I, I liked the early 2000s except for the whole 9-11 thing. 
Because girls were finally shaving the vagina. I, I really, I, I experienced a lot of life in the latter half of the nineties. I really did. <laughs> I think we all did. You actually. gotta figure the, the second half of the nineties, like ninety-five to two thousand. I'm fifteen to twenty years old. So, well, you, I'm ninety to ninety-five. You, you turn into a, a lot of a different person from fifteen to twenty. My God, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of life-changing shit that happens in that time period. I was fourteen when New Year's Eve became nineteen ninety. Right or no? I was yeah. I was fourteen, and I I remember going to a, an adult party with like friends who were like over like twenty one, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna have the sex. I didn't have the sex, no. but I thought I was going to, and I it just it was profound, and it felt like you're out. I, I stayed. I, I didn't go home. I say the New Year's Eve I was home at like fucking twelve o'clock. I was home at like three o'clock in the morning. It was like it was no. awesome. It was a good time, dude. No, mine was two thousand. Same thing. Yeah. It was a good time. I, I was 20 years old. No, I was 15 in 1990. Yeah. So you were already, oh, you weren't 21 when it flipped over. Uh, Jesus. Was, so Actually, I was 19 still. The black cats in the yard. He's probably watching the show. See, see that ladder? Yeah. He's right there. Oh, is that the one from the other day? Yeah. Where's the crows at? Uh, probably hiding from the cat. Yeah, I feel like he's hanging out waiting for the crows. Right. So, yeah. So what was that like? Uh, I was really fucked up. <laughs> I have no recollection. I, I was. Uh, we got a. We had a hotel room in the city. At the Marriott that connects to the convention center. Yes. And we went down to Penn's Landing to watch fireworks. I was really, really fucked up, like for a long time. And I remember somehow walking through the hotel and going through a wrong door and being in the convention center. And like, you weren't supposed to be. You were in the convention center. And I was like milling around with like two other people like in the convention center. Who were the people? Do you recall? A friend of mine and the girl I was dating at the time. Did you have fun? Like, was it glorious or was it like creepy and weird? It was creepy, but it was cool at the same time. I was, like I said, I was was heavily under the influence. How's your perception when you're like that like i know how you look when you're like that and you're not bad but how's it working in your brain it wasn't just alcohol that night so there was there was a lot of factors involved okay um what i do remember the last thing i remember that evening is it being three o'clock in the morning and i was taking bong hits in a bathtub in the hotel room (laughs) (laughs) which is where i woke up many hours later and then someone came to pick us up at the hotel i was still a mess and we had to walk like blocks to 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 their vehicle and i was almost arrested because i walked through the mummers parade like through the middle of the no you didn't and got gripped up by like six cops yeah but they didn't lock you up it was back in the day they just yelled at me and literally you dumb motherfucker I'm like, I'm leaving. I just want to go home. I just want to be in the parade. I did not. Donkey and Jungle! <laughs> but, dude, the 90s were the shit. <laughs> Bill, uh, Philadelphia says this often. He would like to go back to the 90s. Without I think. Say it again? Without a doubt. But uh, none of us had responsibilities, right? Right. I had the weight of the world in my brain on me. Because I, I didn't know I'd end up where I've ended up. And I had a fear of being a failure. 
And I knew I was chasing rock and roll as a profession, and I couldn't see how I was going to make any money unless I became like huge rock stars. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was a lot of stress there. And then, like, you know, you want girls to like you, and you got to have a nice car. My car is always a piece of shit. And, like, all my money went to equipment. Like, it was weird. It was weird. My mother was in my ear telling me I was going to be a loser. Yeah. She was incorrect, by the way. But, dude, that's that. The struggle made everything worthwhile. But none, I don't feel any of that pressure today. None of it. Like, no. I wake up and I'm like, oh. And like I had a, uh, I had hurt my heel on my left foot at work a couple weeks ago, and then this morning I woke up and there's no pain in my heel, so that was awesome. Did my little workout, having my program here with my friends. I'm gonna feed my crows later. Like life is good, so it's like I don't, I don't want to go back to that struggle. Like at least mentally of the '90s, I wish. All right, if you, they always say the same thing. If you can go back. No, so if I know who wins all the Super Bowls, I could bet on all that shit, and make a lot of fucking money, yes. right? I could be, a mil- I'd be a millionaire. I'd be Biff Tannen. Yes. Right. I'd be like, the Rams are going to win. <laughs> like, boom. Dirty Biff. Oh, Biff. Biff Tannen, on his 18th birthday, or was it 21st birthday? I think it was 21st I don't birthday. Remember, he becomes the youngest millionaire, blah, 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 because of sports betting. He then parlays that into casinos. And then there was love in his life. Yeah. yeah. Who knew that Biff Tannen, that story, would become Donald Trump? Who knew that? Yeah. <laughs> no, on top of the casino, like it's it's Trump. You can't say that on the program. You got to be careful. Okay, yeah, we can't say that. Not We can show full insertion on the program, but you, you can't. Say we that. didn't show it. It was in your minds, man. Exactly. Imagination is the key. Imagination land on fucking South Park. Imagination <laughs> land. Shitty walk. Is that the best one? I like shitty walk. How <laughs> come every time I build a wall, Mongolians <laughs> come and knock it down? Remember my Mongolians? It's so racist. It is. Oh, it's so good. I don't know how they get away with the shit they get. Well, away. that's old. We're talking about twenty-year-old yeah, cartoons like, now. It doesn't matter now, dude. People go back in time and cancel people for shit they said twenty years no, ago. No, but they have so much money from like basketball and the fucking yeah, they, all their they films. Give no fucks. They give no fucks. They really don't. And they have fuck you money now. And they made Mr. Garrison the president because by mistake Trump won and he was their Trump character. Yeah. So Garrison fucked the world to death. <laughs> fuck him out of death. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love it, dude. It's so good. And then he had to turn himself orange because <laughs> Mr. Garrison was always amazing. So for four years, Garrison was president. <laughs> yeah. In the world of South Park, Mr. Garrison was president. I don't like the fact that they brought in um, James Hetfield to be the new fucking uh, the person in the school. Oh, yeah. Extra uh, century. What is it called? Uh, PC principal. PC principal. I am not a fan of the PC principal. It's just James Hetfield. I'm not a fan of it. I like the character. I, think he's I like the old principal. Why'd she get fired? I liked her. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I'm just I, saying. There, I think there's an explanation in one episode why they really. And then there was this whole fucking weird thing during the pandemic where they showed them growing up that you could only see on the fucking streaming service. Yeah, which I didn't watch. Some of it was good. I saw some of it. I didn't see all of it. Carmen becomes um a rabbi, just a spite Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> he marries a Jewish woman. They raise Jewish children. He's like, no. <laughs> um you speak like a rabbi. I can't even fucking quote it correctly. The Torah tells us, Kyle, that we should do this. He's like, you're not Jewish, fat ass. Why would you say this to me? This is really fucked up. It's all the work, dude. 30 year work. Married a Jewish broad. Oh my God. He want, I want to make your tears. Stop telling me I want the tears off your face. 
He sold him pubes. <laughs> he bought my pubes for ten dollars. I'm gonna watch that today. It's so good. It's so good. It is so good. So, Miss Hole, what did the '90s smell like to you? Oz fest. No, like sense-wise, like my whole thing was like the lip smacker stuff. Like I remember that. Lip shit. smacker stuff? Yeah. The remember flavored uh, stickers? Lip balm. Yeah. Like I think of that. For the nineties? Yeah. Like seriously. Didn't like, you graduate high school in the early nineties? I graduated in eighty eight. You graduated in eighty eight? Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Are you gonna take Johnny back? Yeah, I think I would never, ever, ever attend my school. Here's the thing: they can't find me because I legally changed my name, so they I'm never gonna know if there is one. But I've recreate. I man, in the past year, this guy named Joe who watches the podcast sometimes, we reconnected on Facebook. So that's it's so weird to see someone become a man and have a family and children because you don't see him for thirty years. So then you pop in, you're like, oh, like. Okay, and there was people there that acted like, oh, I just loved you in high school. Like, you were fucking asshole yeah. in high school, and you're still one now. Stop sending fuck yourself. Did you say these things, or did you just think these things? Well, I said them to two people at one meeting. Oh my goodness. I was, I was well, that just. All bets are off then. Right, right. But it, yeah, the 35. Bad bell. Are you shit? Maybe I'll bring my bell. Right. Bring it with you. Bring it with you. Tell everybody you do a podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode number 204 of the Vex on Vex podcast. Morning radio episode number 36. Dave, thank you for your time. Always a pleasure, sir. The whole thank you for everything today. Thank you for using the microphone. It was fantastic. We're going to get you the Britney Spears mic. Uh, the Vex on Vex podcast is available on the Podbean application on your phone under the Loud and Loaded Network. This is Vex X and Dave. And the whole telling you to stay frosty. So we're disconnecting. We're still over here. This clusterfuck. All right, guys, stay frosty. Facebook is extra